George Danton, um, a very, very famous person, somebody that um, is inseparably connected to the revolution of France. He, he, he was born um, on the 26th of October, 1759, um, and lived until the 5th of April, 1794. And whilst he was young, he had an incredibly influential existence. Um, he, he, he was the one that helped uh, rise the enthusiasm that stormed Bastille. It was Danton who inspired the National Assembly and the people to um, uh, fight the enemies of the revolution. Uh, he was an initial advocate of the reign of terror, but he, he later became appalled by it, really, because of the amount of, um, of death that was caused as a result of this movement. Um, he eventually himself was, through his actions, through, through his advocacy, was led to the guillotine himself. But he found himself at, at this stage in life, right at the peak, um, where this speech was given, which is 1793, in a very volatile political environment. He, he sees the overthrow of the French monarchy. Um, he's all, he ultimately votes in favour of the execution of the king, although initially um, reports were he was against it. He was, a, was around during the introduction of a completely revised political structure. He, he was during the period of stunted economy and war. Uh, the reign of terror as well, where thousands upon thousands of executions and imprisonments were happening, um, violence on the streets. Um, uh, Danton lived during a period of extreme uncertainty and volatility and change. And, you know, we, so often we hear extremely boring political speak, but um, it's the circumstances here that give so much meaning to the words that he gives as he gives a speech, uh, which was given to the National Assembly. So let's get stuck in. Um, and before I do, I'm aware that Danton has such an amazing gift for delivery. Um, and so I'm going to, but we had no recording of him, so I will give it my all. The general considerations that have been presented to you are true, but at this moment, it is less necessary to examine the causes of the disasters that have struck us than to apply their remedy rapidly. When the edifices is on fire, I do not join the rascals who would steal the furniture. I extinguish the flames. I tell you, therefore, you should be convinced by the dispatches of de Maurier's that you have not a moment to spare in saving the Republic. Just, just quickly pause. It, it doesn't seem like much, but this is one of the traits of a good speaker, imagery. You know, in, in society... I mean, if, if a house is on fire or something's on fire, you know, what is expected? Well, the expectation is that you save the people in the fire and you try to help them save their belongings. That's what's decent and that's what's good. You put the fire out. Only the lowest in society will take advantage of someone in their hour of need. Um, and without having to say his opponents are vile, just just by the sheer imagery, he's, um, he's presenting that threat. And you see which is extraordinary because his message starts to become, we need to have peace. We need to bring this back a bit. We have to stop, turn the temperature down, which is eventually what gets him killed. So he's trying to give that message and he does it here so well while keeping himself out of harm's way, just through imagery. Uh, I'll carry on the speech. Jamordier has conceived a plan which did honor his genius. 
I would render him greater justice and praise than I did recently. But three months ago, he announced to the executive power, your general committee of defense, that if we were not audacious enough to invade Holland in the middle of winter, to declare instantly against England the war, which actually we had long been making, that we would double the difficulties of our campaign in giving our enemies the time to deploy their forces. Since we failed to recognize this stroke of his genius, we must now repair our faults. Jamordiez is not discouraged. He is in the middle of Holland, where he will find munitions of war to overthrow all our enemies. He wants but Frenchmen, and France is filled with citizens. Would we be free? If we no longer desire it, let us perish. For we have all sworn it. If we wish it, let all march to defend our independence. Your enemies are making their last efforts. Pitt, recognizing he has all to lose, dares spare nothing. Take Holland, and Carthage is destroyed, and England can no longer exist but for liberty. Let Holland be conquered to liberty, and even the commercial aristocracy itself, which at the moment dominates the English people, would rise against the governments which had dragged it into despotic war against the free people. They would overthrow this ministry of stupidity who thought the methods of the ancien regime could smother the genius of liberty breathing in France. This ministry, once overthrown in the interest of commerce, the party of liberty would show itself, for it is not dead. And if you know your duties, if your commissioners leave at once, if you extend the hand to the strangers aspiring to destroy all forms of tyranny, France is saved and the world is free. Expedite, then, your commissioners. Sustain them with your energy. Let them leave this very night, this very evening. Let them say to the opulent classes, the aristocracy of Europe must succumb to our efforts and pay our debt, or you will have to pay it. The people have nothing but blood. They lavish it. Go then, ingrates, and lavish your wealth. See, citizens, the fair destinies that await you. What? You have a whole nation as a lever? Its reason as your fulcrum? And you have not yet upturned the world? To do this, we need firmness and character, and of a truth we lack it. I put to one side all passions. They are all strangers to me, save a passion for the public good. In the most difficult situations, when the enemy was at the gates of Paris, I said to those governing, Your discussions are shameful. I can see but the enemy. You tie me squabbling in place of occupying yourselves with the safety of the Republic. I repudiate you all as traitors to our country. I place you all in the same line. I said to them, what care I have for my own reputation. Let France be free. Though my name were accursed, what care I that I am called a blood drinker? Well, let us drink the blood of the enemies of humanity, if needful. But let us struggle. Let us achieve freedom. Some fear the departure of the commissioners may weaken one or the other section of this convention. Vain fears. Carry your energy everywhere. The pleasantest declaration will be to announce to the people that the terrible debt weighing upon them will be wrested from their enemies or that the rich will shortly have to pay it. The national situation is cruel. The representatives 
of value are no longer in equilibrium in the circulation. The day of the working man is lengthened beyond necessity. A great corrective measure is necessary. Conquerors of Holland reanimate in England the Republican Party. Let us advance France, and we shall be, and we shall go glorified to posterity. Achieve these grand destinies. No more debates, no more quarrels, and the fatherland is saved. And speech. Um, it's it's um, with, with so much noise around him. I just I can't help but. Uh, the, the imagery of him speaking and that voice reverberating in that in that place while so much was going on is um, is something to consider. I mean, Danton's speech is articulate and sharp. I feel like the, the meat of his speech revolves around liberty. He, he asked a very important question, and the question was, would we be free? And it's a powerful question because it is, it's loaded. It's a loaded question because... Of course, of course, we want to be free. Everyone wants to be free. Who willingly will give up freedom? And so from his point of view, it's like, okay, well, what are you going to do for it? How much effort will you give? What are you willing to sacrifice for that freedom, for that liberty? His last few par paragraphs is where he gets a little dramatic um, and and really puts on a show. He says the line, what care I for my reputation? Let France be free. Though my name were a curse, what care I that I'm called blood drinker? See, he's called blood. That was a nickname given to him. It was derogative. Um, it, it was to um, it was to put him down. Well, let us drink the blood of the enemies of humanity if needful. But let us struggle. Let us achieve freedom. See, the, the reason words like these resonate is because um, – you need to struggle for freedom, all of us, every day, internally. Every day you probably struggle with decisions and discipline. Every battle you fight internally, um, and the more you overcome, the more freedom you get, the more opportunity. And do you worry about your reputation or do you seek for more freedom and opportunity as an individual? And, and so his message of freedom, it resonates because it, it speaks to not just the people at large, but it speaks to us all as individuals. Um, when uh, uh, eventually a year after this, he was he was put to death at the guillotine. Um, and when passing uh, Robespierre's house on the way to the guillotine, he rose from his seat and um, and said, "You will follow us shortly. Your house shall be beaten down and sowed with salt." And that was true. Robespierre was uh, was killed as well um not long after that i believe it was months um and at the foot of the scaffold danton exclaimed oh my wife my well beloved i shall never see thee more and then interrupting himself said danton no weakness um an eyewitness said the following about the execution of danton terrible picture Time will never erase it from my memory. I perfectly comprehend the feeling which inspired Danton to utter his last words, those terrible words that I could not hear, but which were repeated to me in trembling horror and admiration. Do not forget, above all, he said to the execu executioner, do not forget to show my head to the people. It is good to look at. 
I can't help but think that, uh, you know, people will have their moments in history and it, it blows me away that here we are now and hundreds of years ago, this, all this was happening that was meant so much to so many that people were going to die and be killed in the name of this. Thousands of people executed, thousands of people imprisoned, um, constant unrest for so long to achieve what they were seeking to achieve. And you can't help but admire people who are passionate about something like that. Uh, rightly or wrongly, Danton will be seen as uh, an important person and someone necessary for France um, and the modern France that we still have. You would, you can make the argument that Danton played a key role to helping it get to the France that we know today. Thanks, everyone, for joining in. I hope that you can join me uh, next week as well. Please, by all means, um, share this with those you think could uh, benefit from these kind of messages. And be sure to leave a, a, a message or a review. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Um, until next time, farewell. <laughs>